Hey, hey, hey. Hi. Welcome to the Champagne Wives Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly. And I am your co-host, Nicole. And hi, sis. Hey, boo. How are you? We're making it. Trying. Wednesday. Mm-hmm. It's been a long week, it long, short been. week so far. I need it to be Friday. <sighs> I wish it were Friday. Debbie actually. Desperado for a Friday. I yeah. agree. The level of activity I've had already this week, it has left me <laughs> exhausted. I've hit my wall, child. And it's only the ninth. I know. It's only the ninth. And so, again, last week I talked about having a semi-dry February. Mm-hmm. And How's that going for in, you? It's difficult. <laughs> Not in, on the ninth day, I just, I, I hit a wall to say like you and Brian, like literally I have, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I used all of my energy. So definitely need some rest. But again, it's only Wednesday. Still have two more days left of activities. Yes. The week is still young. Yes. We have a birthday dinner tomorrow, a birthday party on Friday. Friday. And then you're getting up to go for away for a couple of days. Yes. It's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. A lot, but we'll we'll push through like we always like we do. always do. We do. That's the motto. So today, um, I think we talked about we were going to carry over just like the discussion that we had last week on what did we talk about? Oh, keeping it sexy. Yes, and we talked a lot about what women do to keep it sexy. And you had the genius idea to flip the script. Um, for the upcoming episode to talk about the things that a, that men can do yeah. to kind of keep and preserve the sexy yeah. in their relationships with their partners. I agree with Sam there because <laughs> we were talking, we talked about it a little bit last week, but yeah. I just felt like it was very one-sided and I, by mm-hmm. no means are we of the male species. However, I right. feel like we have a perspective just based on the fact that we have been in relationships, are in a relationship, a committed relationship, and there are certain um, things that we like for our men to do to make us feel happy and, you know, to build a connection. So I just didn't want it to seem like it was all on us. Right. To, uh, you know, the bear the responsibility to create connection in a relationship. Definitely not. We talk about balance and harmony all the time, and it's got to be, it's got to be 50-50. Not constantly, because sometimes someone's going to show up at 48 and someone else is going right. to show up at Whatever the difference is, 52. <laughs> math is not math. <laughs> but um, I agreed, agreed. And so that's what today's discussion is about. Yeah. So it is affectionately called What a Girl Wants. And every single time I say that, I just think about the Christina Aguilera song, which I'm going to do my best to not sing. Good luck. <sighs> you know I'm, me. Every, this, everything's a jingle or every, a song. This is the 11th episode, and I think I've sung at like, Nine out of the eleven episodes. Child. <laughs> I'm gonna try. It just it so hits hard. me, but I'm not drinking, so maybe I, you know I'll be able to control it a little bit better. Maybe. So the goal today, like we said, is to talk about just an, another side, a different perspective, and we're not speaking from the male's voice. Let's be really clear on that because we that's not what we are. But right. we're just speaking from the space of these are the things that guys can do that we know as women that we respond to. And, you know, get our pops, our corks popped, as I like to say. So it should be a good discussion. And as we were kind of preparing and doing, like, our homework on this, there was um, a short list of, like, ten things that I found that this article says that every woman wants to feel in a relationship to kind of feel like she can let her cork get popped by her partner. Mm -hmm. 
And so I'll go through this list. And it was a good list. I thought it was a good list. I think so. Too. I think it, it captured it all. Yeah. I mean, there was one we thing that all I felt like it didn't capture, which I'll talk which, about. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So first one, she needs to feel emotionally and physically safe and secure. Mm-hmm. Important. Mm-hmm. Um, she wants to feel appreciated. Definitely. That's top of my list. Okay. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. She wants to feel respected. A second, actually, first. Okay, 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 okay. You could give stop. me your. You could give me <laughs> next number four. She wants to feel trusted. Uh, next number five. And she trustful. And don't forget that part. And trusted and trustful. Trusted and trustful. Yes. Number five. She wants to feel cared for. That's top on my list too. <laughs> Bitch, I'm gonna need you to stop. Because we go have this whole tell okay, me your I'm top just, I'm three. I'm just like, you know, it just three. every time you say it, it hits me in my spirit. Well, hit it, it with the round of applause then. We practice this. So I'm the sound, what do you call it? The sound engineer child. You're the sound girl. I am. Um, let's see. The next one. She wants to feel vulnerable. And for that, she wants to be understood. So that's number six. Number seven is she wants to feel validated. Number two, kind of aligned. I'm sorry, number eight, kind of aligned to what I would say number two was, which is um, feeling like appreciated, oh. but she wants to feel prioritized. Mm -hmm. Number nine, she wants to feel certain. Mm -hmm. And number 10, she wants to feel loved. Yeah, all good things. I don't even know how you pick one or two of them. I think they're all... They're all good. They're all really good. They're all good. But I don't know. But I, so, I, you know, I, I was like, well, my top three. Top oh, two top or three. three. Okay. So, my top three from this list, there were some things that were not on the list that we'll get to. But my top three were feeling emotionally and physically secure. Mm -hmm. That is important for me. And this is in no, like, particular order, but these are just what I feel like are important things for me. So feeling emotionally and physically secure, like, I need to know physically that I am safe in your arms. I am safe in your space. I don't need to have you being weak, meek. <laughs> weak, sis. We, weak and meek and knowing that, like, if something goes down, I got to be the protector. Like, I can't. Like, Wait, why we had that conversation last night at the dinner table about docile men? Oh, did I miss this conversation? You did. You were in the bathroom. Oh, oh my God. You missed taking it. Taking so many selfies. Well, so what was the conversation? So the conversation was just around, like, alpha men and docile men. And oh. this, this, this was the conversation between the men. Who was present? Oh, all the men? Okay. The okay. men child. All the men. Okay. The men child. Okay, so back up. We so went. We had a birthday dinner. Yeah. Um, we went to a birthday dinner at a very nice restaurant here in Houston. This is part of the reason why, like, we're exhausted. Yes, and I and hit my wall. Kelly has hit her wall and forgot to hit the record button the first time that we did this. But we are here. We're here. We, we made are here. It. We made it. Um, but... Yeah, that was where we were. That's what. We, so that's just the context of this. So docile men docile. versus alpha men. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So when so you said weak, that just made me. That reminded me of the conversation that we had last night, because the the conversation was kind of centered around men who don't take care of their women, right? Whether it be emotionally, financially, mm -hmm. um, and kind of just are, um, I guess. 
they lazy in right. how they show up in the world and or for their families. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so this is where things get a little fucked up for me. We got the explicit labeling already. Go. Here we go. Um, but where it gets a little jacked up for me is because the, the financial support, yes, that's important. That is important. Um, but maybe it's because I didn't grow up with a father in the house and, like, you know, being raised by a single mom. That, uh, that physical presence... And that male, <clears throat> excuse me, male energy, that, that big dick energy, as we talk about, like, that is, like, I, I need that. Mm, I need that. That makes that. sense. I need that. Yeah. And I, I think it directly correlates to, you know, just not having a man in the house, but, like, growing up um, and having to overcompensate and watching my mom having to overcompensate yeah. for the absence of that, that person. That makes sense. Um, so that's the physical security, but then there's the emotional security, which we'll talk about. Um, number two for me, feeling appreciated and or validated. Um, those are important. Like I need to know that the work that I am doing, the efforts, the energy that I am investing into the relationship means something mm. and are like going towards something and that you appreciate it, right? Like that you... You want to just drop that thank you, verbally or physically. Um, and then lastly, that feeling vulnerable, being able to, be, again, because, again, growing up seeing my mom, like, not being able to have a, a real vulnerable bone in her body because she just didn't want to show any sign of weakness, yeah. given the circumstances, um, know that that's what she had to do for survival, but that's not what I want to do. Right. So having a partner where I feel like, especially in the line of work that I'm in, where you have to show up as a boss constantly, um, knowing that I have a partner that I can just kind of let my hair down with and I can have those soft and emotional moments with and know that it's a safe space emotionally for me to have those moments um, and know that I just have someone who's like, it's okay. Like, I'm not going to judge you on this because, you know, in 30 minutes when you wipe those tears and you, you know, put your big girl pants back on, like, I know you're going to be the boss bitch that you are. Like, that that's important for me. Yeah. That that feels like a level of, I feel like a warm blanket on a cold day. Yeah. So those are my top three. Um, <clears throat> I feel you with the vulnerability, vulnerability mm -hmm. piece. It's not as high on my list mm -hmm. um, just because there are others that I feel like for me – are more important when I think back on my relationships and the things that are my relationship, let's say that, and the things that I need mm -hmm. to to build a connection, right, and keep things going, right? So if you say, like, out of 100%, how what's the percentage of each one of these things that you need, right? right. I think for that one, it's a, it would be less of a percentage for me. Yeah. For me to just continue to keep going, right? Yeah. So my top three, mm -hmm. and I've put these two together, respected and prioritized mm -hmm. I am like super big on respect I have I was so I am the oldest mm -hmm. and grandchild obviously the oldest child mm -hmm. and I don't know there was always just a level of respect and admiration right. I guess for me um not as only being the oldest but also being you know, with the things that I've accomplished, right? I've always been the example mm -hmm. for everybody, oh. right? And um, so respect is, and I guess that goes along with admiration as well, oh. right? Mm -hmm. Because I'm one of um, <coughs> the love languages that sits high on my list is words of affirmation, right? right? So I'm like perfectionist 
my fault. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bitch, what? You got something to say? You choosing violence today? <laughs> Are you choosing violence was today? Was it last week? Was what did last I do? Week that we almost fought? Oh, yeah, we fought last week. We did. We did. We threw pillows at each other. But, we yes, did. that sense of perfectionism and, and is we, good. We air fought, Joe. You did. We did. But it's important to have that. So I'm not here to judge. I'm just here to make fun of it. Yes. But. So definitely <laughs> the respect is huge for yeah. me. I, I like to be prioritized because mm-hmm. typically, uh, you know, my partner, I'll just speak from that sense, is very busy. He has yeah. a lot going on, and he works with a lot of people, and there are a lot of people who reach out to him for things, right. you know, whether it be advice or business or whatever it is Mm -hmm. and so I need to feel like um despite everything that you have going on right when I need you none none of that shit matters right like I need to be able to come first and roll job (laughs) see y'all put that alley alley I'm just saying that's it (laughs) stop and drop it yeah yeah pop and lock it (laughs) y'all You are stupid. Don't do this. What do you mean? What? I'm just over here. Why? This is you. This is me. This is you. I this, love it. This is what the me. people love to see. Girl, definitely. Okay, so what is the, what is the so third the one? So the third one is mm-hmm. feeling cared for. Mm-hmm. I need to feel looked after. I, and even though, again, I'm a boss, I do my own thing. Mm-hmm. I have educated myself. I, I work hard, obviously. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. saw my mom as a single mom as well. Work hard. and. Yep you know, handle business. So I like to know that I ha- I can handle business because I want to, mm-hmm. not because I have to, mm-hmm. right? And so there's a certain level of security that comes along with being cared for mm-hmm. and freedom. Yeah. And I think it's, um, it's very um, liberating for me in a sense where I don't feel as much pressure because I am a perfectionist. Right. So at work, like for instance, I don't feel a lot of pressure about, oh, like I'm going to get fired or something's going to go wrong because mm-hmm. I have the security mm-hmm. of working because I want to and not because I have, to. have to. Yeah. What is, G- what is the applause for working because I want to, not because I have to? Let's hit the applause. Button one, button okay. two. There she goes. <laughs> I can't. It's okay. You're I doing great. You're doing great. Okay. Doing great. And just to know that, like, somebody has your back. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's huge. Like, again, loyalty. Yeah. Like, going back to my personality, right? Mm-hmm. Like, knowing that, you know, if you're sick or, you know, something happens, that a person has your back. A person is going to step up mm-hmm. and take charge of whatever the situation is. Right. right? Like, I need that. Um, so that would be the top three three for you for me yes not that they're all again the list is great they're <coughs> all important i agree but the, i think the top three for me to just be able to keep the connection or feel happy in a relationship secure in a relationship mm-hmm. those would be like the top and i think depending on where you are yeah. in your relationship and what's happening what the circumstances are kind of out surrounding or outside of the relationship there are things i feel like you know, number seven might be a priority right. in that moment, depending on what's happening versus, you know, number nine or two. So exactly. um, it's definitely a fluid list, I would say. Yeah. Um, it was really hard picking the top three. It, it was it was hard. But I'm with you on feeling cared for. I'm with you on feeling respected. Um, those are very important elements for me as well. 
Um, but what was not on there? I just felt like, so maybe it's implied because, and maybe this article was trying to be PG. Um, but like wanting to feel loved, like for me, it's not necessarily wanting to feel loved. It, that's important, but it's desire, like being desired by my partner. And I talked about this a little bit in my, uh, during our episode last week where, don't walk past me and not touch me. Touch me, sir, husband, right? So but we. The comment about the lotion spit me. <laughs> like, if when I get out of the shower and I'm lotioning up my body, what door am I going to? Le- am I going left <laughs> or right? <laughs> am I going to the frumpies or to the sexy? I mean, I put this lotion on, child. Just get this glistening. What's happening what, after what's this? What's happening? Are you trying to get this, this creamy delicious or what? <laughs> what's going on? I can't. But so for me, desire is a big thing. Like I need to know that you desire me and that doesn't necessarily just happen right before the sexy time goes down. That needs, I feel like that needs to be demonstrated mutually. It's not just on the guys. um, But, you know, as women, I think we bear some responsibility in that as well. But need to know that if we're in the kitchen, you see me doing something. Touch me, walk past me, say something looks good, squeeze it, grab it, <laughs> do it. something. Yeah. Right? Um see physical touch is not high on uh, my list. God, top but of, it top of the charts for me. It but it is something that is nice. I will say that mm. as someone who has a partner who uh where physical touch is high on their list, their right. love language list. Yeah. Um I do say I will say that I like it, even though <laughs> I don't necessarily, you know. <laughs> yearn for it <laughs> getting it feels amazing yeah. and so I, it was so funny because Boris Kojo and his wife Nicole Ari Parker like this was a Loves. conversation that came up like maybe like a year ago mm-hmm. and she was talking about how her husband she would just wishes her husband would just come up to her in the kitchen behind mm-hmm. her and you know squeeze her just kind of put himself on her mm-hmm. you know rub but, that, rub that rub up, on yeah her. exactly mm-hmm. And so everybody was just, like, coming for her, like, you got this big, fine man, you know, living a great life, and you worried about this man touching you. Like, you're petty, basically. That was, like, the context of, like, the criticism. Exactly, because that's super important. Mm -hmm. And, again, so that goes back to my point. A person who doesn't necessarily have physical touch high on that list, Mm -hmm. I know how good it feels to make those little connections um, throughout the day. So I, I'm with you there. Thank you. I'm I with you there. That. Another thing I think <clears throat> I, I love is the initiative, right? Like plan dates, plan trips, because I don't know. It just makes me feel like it's special, right? right? Like I, I do majority of that anyway, but I think taking the initiative on something, and I guess it goes in line with like um, acts of service, right? Because right? I do appreciate that as yeah. well. So, yeah, take the initiative um, to, you know, create – Days, dates for us, memorable moments. Yes, that makes me feel like you care Mm -hmm. that I'm being a that I'm being made a priority. Yeah, etc. And that's one thing I can tell you that um, my husband does do really well. Like he will, he will send itineraries. He will, (laughs) he will block off a trip. Yes, he will. He will. Like he is about making sure that um, that those moments are carved out. so I do appreciate that, but physical touch is definitely high on my list. But which is so interesting because if we go back to 
the connection versus compatibility conversation that we had, right? Mm-hmm. Like I think eventually I got to the place where compatibility was important. But was but I was running head first into you that were, connection. Oh, you were. I had. I was. I was. I was doing overtime trying to get you over to this side. I was like, sis. <laughs> but for real though, no. I mean, <laughs> compatibility is is definitely important. But I think that like you can very much um, speak the same language if that connection is strong. Yeah. So. And I don't. I think I'll say this too. I don't think men understand uh, how much their actions or inactions mm-hmm. play a part in, you know, whether or not their wife is happy or wanting to, you know, be sexy, right? Oh. Because... Child. I'm sorry. Sorry, what? that was an involuntary reaction. That was, that was, that's why I'm <laughs> laughing, because I, you felt that in your spirit. I did. Deep, I know, but deep. I'm just saying, like, you know, a lot of a man's actions, I mean, a, a man's actions plays a huge part in that. And I don't think that they all the time realize and recognize that. Don't. Yeah, where men are just, like, more visual. I think women are more emotional, right? And so we act off of something completely opposite than what they do. And so they they think that we just, you know, supposed to be turned on all the time. And, you know, a lot of the times that's not the case. Right. So that's such a great point. And it made me think of a conversation that – I've had with a very good friend of mine who happens to be a male um, that I used to work with. And he talked to me about the importance of making deposits. Mm. And it's not necessarily like deposits, deposits. It's more like. People cannot see that, Daryl. What are you talking about? Why are you talking? And she sticks her index finger through a hole. What are you talking about, Nicole? What I'm saying is we're not talking about sexual deposits, but we're talking about making emotional deposits Mm -hmm. throughout the course of a day or a week to kind of, I would say, prime the pump, if you will, Mm -hmm. um, with with your partner. So if it's about, hey, I'm going to, I'll do this. Don't worry. I got the kids tonight. Yeah. Like you go take your bath yeah. like or pouring you a glass of wine yeah. or champagne when you come into the house. Um, doing the laundry. Making the bed. Making the bed, you know, doing the dishes if that's your thing. Right. But like making deposits and different types of deposits. Right. We're talking about various forms of currency. Okay. Right. We're not just talking about the same greenback. Right. I'm talking Bitcoin, whatever. <laughs> NFT, I'm talking about pounds, whatever. So making these deposits of different forms help a woman, like, just be, show up, just have a level of appreciation for the things that you're doing as a partner. Absolutely. So um, I said, well, that's a whole, that's a whole lesson right there. It is. Like making deposits and understanding that those emotional gestures, gestures that you make I promise you, get the faucets going. Yeah, it goes such a long way. Get the get the faucets going, and then there's a in, in our minds as women, we're like, well, you know, he's done this. He's I want to reciprocate. I want to reciprocate, mm-hmm. and I want to toot that thing up, mommy. <laughs> But like that 
to me, I feel like is the biggest lesson here, and even yeah. for women, right? Because there are men who they're not going they're not going to hit it on demand, right? Like there are men who get in their heads as well about it, and so I, I would say not a lot, but there are men who don't really want to, you know, they're not dick on demand, yeah. so. It is important as women for us to think about that as well, right? Yeah. Making deposits, like what are the things that we can do? Is it a compliment? Is it a, yeah. you know, if you see a man in the shower and you see the, oh, like this looks good, that looks good, yeah. or thank you so much, baby, for doing this. Like I, I know I have personally fallen into the trap of feeling like it's, like I need my man to do this. And mm-hmm. like that conversation with my with my really good friend reminded me that, no, I also have to, yeah, you know, show up. To show up right? Yeah, that's true. And I will say, too, not even just for men who aren't dick on demand, right? Like, I think it's... D-O-D. O- it's okay, even if you have an alpha male, to um, compliment them, right? And do the things that we talked about, right? Because, I, you know, everybody, mm-hmm. I think it's universal, right? Everybody wants to feel good, yeah. you know, with the wants person to feel that they're seen, with. They validated, want to feel seen, they yeah, want to feel validated, mm-hmm. appreciated. All of those things. So right. I think that <clears throat> for on a consistent basis, those need to be the things that, you know, both men and women mm-hmm. focus on those deposits, those emotional deposits, mm-hmm. right? Need to be something that both people focus on in a relationship. And it may look different for each individual couple or each individual person. Yeah. But I think it has to be something that's intentional. I agree. And I will say this to the people that are listening, don't let that shit go into overdraft protection. Okay. What is that? Is that like airplane mode? Like you don't know what overdraft is? Overdraft Bitch, protection? I know what that is, but what do you mean? What does that mean in context of this conversation? <laughs> don't have it be Oh, depleted. So, right. Oh, okay. So, oh God, no. Yes. Please don't do that, child. Where it's one sided, right? Where you're pulling, 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 making withdrawals, withdrawals, but yeah. like there isn't that investment back in. No, ladies, let me tell you, or men, whoever, don't be a fool. Like, a relationship <laughs> takes two. And, you know, you could fight for a relationship. It's okay to fight for a relationship as long mm-hmm. as the person that you're with, man or woman, is fighting with you. Yeah. If you're the one who's doing all the fighting for the relationship to save the relationship, then it's probably not worth saving. You need I'll to call Tyrone. You need, yes, you need to think some things through and make some decisions, child, mm-hmm. because there's no way that one person can make a relationship work. No. It just doesn't happen. No. I mean, because what ends up happening is a whole bunch of resentment on the other side. Even if you do figure out a solve for it or whoever you're with kind of moves out of whatever phase or stage that they're in and <clears throat> you find some level of peace. If yeah. you're the one who was putting forth all that effort, what that will translate into down the road is a shitload of resentment. Yeah, definitely. You know, relationships have their ebbs and flows. I'm not going to lie. Like sometimes... Somebody is doing more. Like you said, to your point, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes, you know, the brunt of the relationship falls on one person for whatever reason, right? right? But I don't think that, you know, it's a situation that should stay there indefinitely or Mm -hmm. long term. Like It should just kind of be an ebb and flow. (laughs) Like, okay, we're off track, but we're getting off track. And again, that just takes two people wanting to be together and wanting the relationship to survive. Yeah. If you're find yourself in a situation where it just is just consistently one-sided and the person's not giving you any reason to believe that they want this or they want to be you know in a relationship with you then you just need to make some decisions make some decisions and you know that is hard we get it um but make the decisions you need to make and just remember your worth 
Yes. That part. Remember your worth. Absolutely. So let's run down these 10 again. Um, first one, she needs to feel emotionally and physically safe and secure. She wants to feel appreciated. She wants to feel respected. She wants to feel trusted and trustful. She wants to feel cared for. She wants to feel vulnerable. And for that, she wants to be understood. She wants to feel validated, prioritized, feel certain, and feel loved. So my hope is that you're getting at least half of that list from your partner. And if you're not, it's an opportunity for conversation. Absolutely. So Definitely. that's that on that topic. Kels, you want to take us to our next segment, my favorite segment? What's poppin'? We have nothing to pop. Nothing. We have nothing. Semi-dry January. I mean, February, Lord. Look, February for me. I said I'm going to do that in So March. we're not pet, we're not popping anything. But we do have um, some things that are coming up this week with Valentine's Day. So mm-hmm. for me, what's poppin' is I am leaving the country on Sunday. Oh. Moving and shaking again. I feel, right. I feel like this is a replay of, like, early 2021. Like, just the way that I've just been moving and shaking. Okay. Doing the most. Well, the beginning of the year, like... So, I I text my sister this morning, because she always sends me, like, pictures of my niece. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen my niece since um, Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So, she's four months. Mm-hmm. I'll be five months soon, if she's not already five months. <clears throat> and I'm like, oh, I miss her so much. And my sister's like, well, if you would stay out of the streets, <laughs> come see your niece. Oh, man. You know, you she know, you know, little like, sister. She does not play. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, my God. So, yeah, doing a lot right now. But my husband and I are going to Mexico for um, Valentine's Day. So I'm just really looking forward mm-hmm. to the opportunity to relax and unwind and um, just take a moment for the both of us to enjoy each other and some good food. and yeah. Good drinks and, and some views. Some views, yeah. I'm low key jealous because. But you guys have something coming up, not this week, but yeah, I mean it's coming, it's coming. Yeah, it's We're coming. We're going to California. Yeah, it should be nice. I was like, can we just like drive down like the Pacific Coast Highway with like a convertible, and me have like a scarf blowing in the wind? <laughs> You're so extra. The most. So I saw somewhere online <laughs> where a lady said, um, you know, Valentine's Day is just not. For women, right? Ladies, spoil your man. Mm-hmm. Like, get him a gift. Give him a massage. Something. How we feeling about that, though? How we feeling about th- I? I think she has a point. Adam came in here with the silent clap. <laughs> um, yeah, no, you I, think she's on to something, Adam says? has entered the chat. Yes. I do. <laughs> I actually do think I do. I, I felt convicted. I felt, uh, <laughs> I felt like she was talking to me. Well, listen, I already know how I'm going to say happy Valentine's Day to my husband. She was like, giving your man yourself is some pussy is not enough. Is it? It's not? No. Because I had a whole bunch of stuff just arrived from Fashion Nova. (laughs) The things. Because I was inspired by our conversation last week. And I was at Descartes by now. And I got a whole bunch of things that would involve tooting that thing up. Well, I don't know. So... (laughs) Again, I, 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 I'm with you. I have, I have been with you in the past, but mm-hmm. hearing that perspective, I was just like, oh, I felt judged. I I'm like, going to say oh. this. I asked my husband, I said, are we doing Valentine's Day this, this year? Like, are we getting each other gifts? And his answer was no. 
Oh, really? His Just answer up. was no. Straight up no. So here's the thing. I, I so I took that conversation to like a girls group text like I always do. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, girls, what are you getting your man for Valentine's Day? And hopefully they, they, they came crickets? with it. No, oh, there was oh, not crickets. Oh, they came with it. <laughs> they came with it. And I was just like, oh, because I'm like, I need inspiration. Like, what do you what do you do? Well, we're still recovering from Christmas. We did. We did biglies on on Christmas in terms of gifting. So. You did. Y'all, I, y'all guys did. We did a lot on Christmas. Yeah. So I think we're just of this mind, like the headspace of just we're going to go do this trip to California He's covering part of it. I'm covering part of it, and that'll be it. Okay. Then Destiny Show. Okay. What's popping for you, sis? So, uh, so Valentine's Day is coming up. Looking forward to that. Are y'all going to dinner at least? I know you don't like yeah. the prefix menus. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Are you still gonna go? We're out? gonna we're gonna go to dinner. We're gonna on the do day of on Valentine's Day. Oh, okay. So you're gonna take the prefix. <sighs> it's it's to have the moment, but yeah, yeah we're gonna do dinner. Um, but what's popping for me? I don't know. I feel a certain way about this whole Julia Fox, Kanye West thing. I'm sorry. I do. I know I keep talking about it. You know, I low-key don't stand but do stand for the Kardashians um, for a lot of reasons that are different than probably most people's reasons. I'm just, it's the appropriation for me, the cultural appropriation. But um, this Julia Fox quote, she did an interview with another podcast, um, and she said as it related to a question that was asked about her and, you know, about Kim and making comparisons between her and Kim, Mm -hmm. Julia Fox's answer was, I also know that he's with me now and that's what matters. Why are you talking like that? You're trying to sound like this bitch. I don't know what she sounds like. I hate her voice. Oh, you you didn't hear her voice. I don't even know. Oh, it's the worst. I I don't even know what she sounds like. It sounds like what you just did. Oh, it does it? Oh, (laughs) come on impressions. That little whitey voice. Girl, I just saw that and was like, I know that he's with me now, and that's all that matters. But she got four kids with this woman. Mm-hmm. Like, what are we? What are we talking about? He's with me now, and that's all that matters. No, what what doesn't matter is you, and the level of like relevancy that you think you have is so. Oh my god, so off, and like yeah. it's just to me, I'm just. I get that Kanye's hurt, and he's got a lot. He's got a lot going on in yeah. between those two ears. He's got a lot going on, oh and God. honestly, to be the level, it's it's obvious he's an intelligent guy. Like we're not ever gonna take that away from him. But I think you couple intelligence with mm. trauma. There's just a lot that one has to try and like work through, and he has to work through that. I'm not a licensed therapist, so don't quote me on that. But that's just a layperson's opinion. But the fact that Julia is that her name. Is out here looking like a whole raccoon, <laughs> dressing like Kim. Shut up. Talk about I, he's with me. That's all that matters. Not a raccoon. I am so bad. I, Girl. I, I like I take offense to that. But listen, I know I know what Kim doesn't have is time. Yeah, to address she's done, any done. of that. She, the, level of done, done. the level of done, done, and she the is. way that she has come and just put her whole entire life, less Kanye, on the cover of Vogue and in the pages of US Vogue. Yeah, go ahead, sis. Did you send me that? I, or somebody sent me a quote from that interview. I don't think it was you. I think it was maybe my sister. This is the picture. A girl, she's a mess. The picture. <laughs> Show it to the audience. The, to, the, to the lovely ladies in the audience, the picture. 
<sighs> yes, that's her. A whole Rocky the raccoon. Not girl, stop it! I don't want. I said what I that. said. She does. What was she, the quote? She sis? is a mess, and uh, I am trying to find this quote. I don't even. Uh, did was it you that sent it to me? I don't know who sent Twasn't. it to me. Oh, she said, I've chosen myself. Yeah, about how she's chosen herself in her 40s and being happy and, like, surrounding herself with people that make her happy. Absolutely. I feel that. A thousand percent. I felt that. And, 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 you know, we've talked about this, your 40s and all the things that happen as a woman in your 40s. I'm thrilled for what she's about to embark on. (laughs) Thrilled. If more power to you, Kim. Yes, Kim. Yes, Kim. Live your best life. Please. Let Kanye go on with... This one, he said he. I mean, they were saying he was with somebody else that looked like Kim K. Like, so he's he's he's. I'm I'm sure he wants his family back. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very difficult. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think he handles it always in the best light. Like right. going public with a lot of things. I right. think that again, she has handled herself very classy. She has. She don't have time for the bullshit. She's moved on. She's made a decision and she's stuck with it and I respect the person yes. who's able to make a tough decision and just stick by that and then also do it with a lot of class intact. Okay. So more power to you, more Kim. Power. You know, would you say she's our put that finger down. <laughs> Kelly hey, Kelly's giving me the sandbag cues. Would you say that she's our modern day Elizabeth Taylor? Girl no, that's stretching. I'm not a stan, okay? Like I, I I'm not <laughs> I, I am not a stand. I am not. Cue the music. Okay. Listen. So listen. Great discussion. Absolutely. This was fun. So this is the second to last episode of our first, I guess, season. We said we're not doing seasons. We're not doing seasons, but I don't know what else to call it. I know. Okay. I season just, feels like the only word. And seasons feel season feels I like agree. the only word. So I agree. We're we're gonna take a little break, a little creative um recharge and do some things. But we still have one more episode. We do have one more episode. Yeah. But like after that one episode, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna go some places. Do some things. Do some things. Get some ideas. And we're gonna come back. Yeah, I can't even believe it. I know. So, but I'm excited. Last episode is going to be super exciting. So looking forward to episode 12 mm-hmm. and the conversation that we have planned for then. Until then, you guys can. Well, thank you to all of our listeners. We really appreciate everybody tuning in, listening to the podcast, all the follows, the feedback, yes. suggestions. And loving our reels and all that great stuff. Absolutely. And, and follow us. Follow us on yeah. Instagram. Mm-hmm. Champagne Wives Podcast, TikTok, Champagne Wives Podcast, or you can email us if you want to engage, ask questions, whatever, champagnewives at gmail.com. Awesome. All right, sis. Bye, boo. Next, see you next time. Peace. Same time, same place. Same station. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Did you hit? Did you hit stop on the record? No.